checking accounts like his, which is pretty significant. And part of what we love about Francesco is how honest he is and how authentic he is. And yet he still must struggle with imposter syndrome or he wouldn't be um, identifying as something that we should all talk about it. And I do know that it's something that he struggles with. And so he knows that you all do too. So part of his authentic self is to talk about what does he struggle with and let's talk about it together so that we can all do better and help each other out. Um, it's just part of the human experience. So what he's doing right now is he's just setting it up on the back end to uh, set the recording up. So this space will be recorded. So if you come up on the speaker panel. Yes, Samantha, I managed to record this. I've never had a co-host. Would you like to co-host this with me? Yeah, I'd love to. I've done quite a bit of co-hosting. So if I co-host, yeah. yeah. What happens? Uh, a co-host has all the same privileges as the host, except for I cannot create more co-hosts and I can't end the space. But I can change the title. I can approve speakers if you wanted me to do that. Um, or I can also mute the mic if needed to be. Perfect. You are invited to become a co-host. And just let me try to... Uh, okay... Just let me try to change the title and then we can start. By the way, everyone, V, Olena, Kush, Kartik, Prana, Vayush, Pankaj, Akash. There are some people who sent me, already sent me a DM that they would like to be speakers uh, to share their experiences. So in case they um, ask to become speakers, they'll have, uh, of course, the precedence. But I would like to everybody to, to share your experience. I have also mine, but I can also share this later. Uh, we have South Lorenzo, but uh, okay, so let's start. Uh, um, I will just wanted to change the title if I can, but it seems that it's blocked. You know what, Francesco, are you Android or are you iOS? I can't remember. I'm, an, I'm Android. Okay, so if you just click right on the title, you can change it right on the title. So if you have an iOS, we have a little edit, a little edit icon, but apparently Android doesn't have that. So you just type right on top. Otherwise I can change it while you speak if you like. Mm -hmm. If you can change it because once when I click on the space, I have some loading screen and I can do this. So let me try. No, I can't. No, here I can't. Okay. Shouldn't try to, to change this by the desktop, but anyway, so let's start. I wanted to make this uh, Twitter space uh, since maybe, I think, the beginning. <laughs> this is like the first idea, <laughs> the idea that, that, you, that you all want to, want to do. And this is also, I scheduled this uh, uh, just at the end because uh, I didn't, uh, uh, wasn't supposed to be here in Rome. <laughs> I was supposed to be in the USA now. So since now I stayed and I'll be there in October, here we go. We will do the Twitter space today. Hi, Chris. Uh, uh, so let's get started. I have uh, a question that we can also share, start sharing some experience if you want. If you sent me a DM, ask me to uh, talk so I can I'll let you share your experience. Uh, one question that I have, uh, Samantha or everybody, if you want to answer to me, is uh, how, can you, how can we understand that we have had... Uh, the imposter syndrome. So there are some uh, medical symptoms about this uh, because uh, I think that this could also be a personal perception. For example, I think that I suffer, suffered from a very light uh, uh, imposter syndrome when I started to work for the European Space Agency. 
didn't last that much, but I think that I really felt stressed. So I'd like to know, if, for example, if there is a, a difference between uh, being just stressed or the imposter syndrome. So I'm making this little space also to to let you share your experience because uh, I'm not, let's say, that, like an expert or a doctor to talk about this. So I really want to... Oh, I see I'd be shake also. Uh, yes, yeah, so... Um, Okay, so I think we can start. Uh, Samantha, do you have some experience uh, to share about uh, your imposter syndrome, uh, of course, uh, bad experience? Uh, you know what? I don't mind sharing, but I'd love to hear from someone in the uh, in the audience today first, because we've yeah. got a lot of people who are really excited to share. So I can go a little later and we can start with them, Francesco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah perfect. So let's go with B. Hey there. I don't know if you can, if you want to participate. Uh, hey there, can you? Hey, so um, I'm going to talk a little bit because I do, I am currently working right now. But um, okay. yeah, so imposter syndrome usually happens when you first get the job, from my experience, because I am actually a research intern, which is very different from the normal programming side of um technical jobs so I do work with technology in a different way compared to most technical people so for my job I research more about robotics and so I work with other graduate students and so it's very so I find that it's very common to feel like you're not as good as your co-worker just because I have more experience so I was talking to a um, co-worker about how I have imposter syndrome and he tells me like if you don't have imposter syndrome, you're not really a programmer because everyone experienced imposter syndrome at one point in your life. It's just a symptom. It just shows that you care about your job. It's not necessarily um saying like, oh, you can't do it. It's more of like you care about um your job and you're just nervous. It's really common. So if you have it, the best advice I could give is just understand that everyone has it. It's just that we don't show it. Yes, nice. Thank you. Thank you for showing this, uh, V. Thank you so much. Uh, and I really, yeah, I would like to, to also, yeah, invite uh, uh, as many people as I can because I think this is the right place to share and maybe talk because I think maybe one of the... The biggest problem is that you don't talk about this with other people. For example, this happened to me when I, I was really not active on social, so I don't know, nobody to talk with about this. So, uh, yeah, I just waited maybe a couple of months and then things started to get better. So um, there are so many people that want to speak. So uh, I'd like to give the precedence to Pankaj. Are you there? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can. I can hear and, you. Uh, yeah, I got your DM. Uh, so, um, would you like to share something special? Hi there, by the way. Welcome again to Tell Addicted to YouTube. <laughs> hey, everyone. And uh, thanks, Francesco, for allowing me to speak. Um, I can share one experience that happens kind of every day whenever I hold the opinion about any kind of uh, tool or technology or a solution, which I think would that would work but uh, i understand that other people would have different opinion and that's when i feel a small pinch of uh, imposter syndrome that whatever i am thinking is right or not do i really know about it or just i'm uh, walking or just uh, uh like uh, 
just an imposter trying to impress people with my solutions or something like this. So every time I have an opinion or every time I'm suggesting one solution to somebody, I feel a, a small uh, tingling sense of uh, imposter syndrome. And uh, whenever I'm uh, trying to be in the, let's say like we are here while we are talking, I'm feeling this thing already. So <laughs> this is one of my like a daily experience that I feel. I don't know if it is a personality trait related to me, but I've never uh, checked with uh, any doctor or any psychology professional but uh, I think that happens every single time and uh, one thing that I have found out that uh, I can avoid is by starting to share more opinion and keeping my open mind that uh, I could be wrong and uh, I can learn more rather than uh, proving something to anybody so that that was my experience so far Thank you. Thank you so much, Frankaj. If you would like to stay a little bit more uh, as a speaker, and if someone has some some questions, I'd like you to have your, your answer. Thank you. Sure, sure. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you for being here. So I'd like to give the opportunity to one of my the, the people that I, I've met on Instagram, I think, Abhishek. If it's him, I don't know, I'm not sure. Are you there, Abhishek? Yeah. Is that you? Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Francisco, <laughs> for letting me speak. But um, I'm not on Instagram, so I think you're mistaking me uh, with so, someone. Okay, so there is uh, uh, an Abhishek who looks like you on Instagram. Okay. <laughs> okay, then send me the profile link of that person. I would love to I will. see how, I will. how they look. I will. Okay. So, I will. So, Sorry about that. So, welcome on this Twitter space. Would you like to share your experience? About yeah, this. Sure, yeah. Please, uh, uh, thank you so much. Thank you. I'm, I'm more than happy to share a mic with you. As soon as I saw that uh, Francisco is sharing um, um, Twitter space on imposter syndrome, I, I directly thought that I must share what I've uh, learned about this. Actually, I've uh, uh, heard from a lot of people about, a lot of experienced people about um, imposter syndrome. And uh, the few things that I've learned about is that um, in imposters, if you are feeling like an imposter, then it's it's not that you don't know anything. It's like you know something and they know something else. So um, the just must be like uh, we should take small steps and uh, we should make sure that we are moving forward but not staying at the same place. And another thing is that uh, uh, when you are feeling like an imposter, actually sometimes it is that it is that you are actually acting like an imposter. Say suppose you are experienced in mobile de development and you know, know nothing about web development, and then your colleague comes to you and asks you asks you about uh, say authorization in like JWT using some token or something like that. Then you you feel like oh no, how am I go gonna face that? Uh, my colleague is asking help from me, and how am I gonna say that my colleague that I don't know about this? So you start acting like an imposter at that situation. So uh, the correct uh, correct path or correct choice would be like directly exposing yourself that see I'm a mobile dev I don't I don't have much knowledge about web development and authorization and stuff so this is it and I know this person who can help you out on this so this this could be a great way to move forward with yeah that's what I wanted to share thank you thank you I think we got already some great stories. Uh, thank you so much. If you, if you want to stay just a little bit more to 
answer some questions. I want I want to start uh, with all the experiences, and then we will move with questions. If you or if you agree with that, uh, Samantha. So, I yeah. I'm gonna leave around like twelve twenty. So because I have a oh. meeting at twelve thirty, but yes, I can stay. Perfect. Whatever you want. Perfect. Perfect. So let's go on. Thank you, by the way, Abhishek, for your experience. And then, Olena, it has been, I think, a little bit of time since we have not interacted. I don't know if that's my fault, but I'm really a fan of Olena. How are you? Can you hear me? Yes. Hi. Hey there. I think this is the first Twitter space uh, of you, which I'm I'm in. Uh, yeah, I became not that much, um, you know, uh, seen on Twitter because um, of my job, which is currently, it, it's going on a lot. But um, I saw your Twitter and I was not busy. So I thought, why not to join? Especially the topic is very interesting. So, um, yeah. Uh, what I would say about the imposter syndrome is that why it's interesting topic, because for me, sometimes I think that um, imposter syndrome, it's like if you look at the Twitter, it's like everyone writes that he has imposter syndrome. So it's it's became like a fancy word for, for everything which you are not sure about. Um, yeah, so I was thinking where's the, um, uh, how you can define if you just being unsure in your, in your power or you are definitely having imposter syndrome uh, b because every beginner at this at some point feels like um, he he's not uh, he, he probably does not so much as he should be or could be done or probably this is not the path he chosen and so there are some doubts and there is some uncertainty so I was wondering, where's the um, difference between those two? How one can define? Yeah, yeah, Olena. So, but so, um, which is your your point of view about that? Because this is this is also one of my questions. I don't know if someone can answer to this. So, when what's the difference? What's the limit? What's the difference between someone who is just stressed, maybe because of a new job? Exactly. Or someone really suffering a postal syndrome. I don't know if we can get some answers here, but uh, okay. So let's. I can see. jump in on that if you want, Francesco. For sure, Samantha. Whatever you want. Yeah, I honestly think the two are uh, a blend. That humans like to put things, sort them, black or white, yes or no, and really that's not how humans are. Nobody is um, one aspect. In fact, I even think that's part of the root of imposter syndrome, because we're like you know, am I this, am I a, a, a rock and web developer, web coder or something? And you're like, that's one aspect of you. But what makes you really good at it could be because you have this creative background or this mathematical background. And so really, it's a blend. And so the same, I think, applies with stress and imposter syndrome, that imposter syndrome, there's a stress with it. And the stress sometimes triggers off the imposter syndrome. So if we feel stressed out, which is totally normal when we're starting out new, um, then we think we have imposter syndrome and is there a difference? I think they're just related. And so just accepting that they're, 
they're par for anything that we do. In fact, if you have no stress at all when you're starting a job, you probably should go to the doctor because you're probably a narcissist. So it's a med- probably a medical issue if you have absolutely no stress starting a new job. Um, it, it's just that's how humans are. So um, I think just embracing it and like going, okay, I'm going to have some stress. What am I going to do about it? Or just even just acknowledging that that's normal to have some stress and knowing that like think of a time this is really helpful if you think of a time that you were really stressed stressed when you were new into a situation and then later just felt like you were like okay I'm rocking this I got it I, I you know I've got some things I got to work out but I definitely feel confident about moving forward or going to work the next day well if you can tap into remembering what it was like the after part before you'll know like you'll know that you're going to get there the problem with us us is we're so focused on the present like what do I feel right now that we forget that we had a really good success story not that long ago so we just have to like think back to a time when we had a really good success story and we were stressed to begin with and it turned out awesome um and then you'll the stress will just go down when you're starting a new job you're like oh this makes sense this is just part of it i'm going to i'm going to be in a great place pretty soon it's just part of the process perfect Samantha. thank you thank you this has been really great Thank you so much. Uh, we, I, we have a lot of people who want to jump on stage and I'm super happy about that. And now I'm super happy that I want that I uh, to, to uh, start this with the space because I was about, you know, I'm a little bit lazy, like, should I start this or not? Okay, let's make it at the end. So I'm really happy with that uh, also because of Valena. So I'd like to invite uh, Umukoro. I don't know if you are there. Usually it takes a couple of seconds. Let's see, Mohammed. We need to, you need to be patient because there are a lot of people asking to 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 talk and I'm super happy about this. Mukoro, are you there? Can you hear me? Probably not. Let's see. If we have some problem, okay, maybe now yes. Mukoro, can you hear me? Umu yeah. If you if you, if you want so to talk so far I we don't see him as a speaker, that's why. Uh, it's strange because I see him as a speaker. Okay, so Twitter space, well done. We're starting to have some bugs. Sorry. It's Even not I'm not fault. seeing him as a speaker. Yeah, they removed the fleets, but now the, the space are great. Let me try to invite someone else. Tim Pratim. No, I've invited two co-hosts. Ah, so you can have, can have multiple co-hosts. Samantha, how many hosts can you have? You can have two co-hosts. Um, I can do some requests in the on the side there. I just didn't know if you wanted me to. So if you want me to handle some of the requests for you, I totally can do that. Uh, some people in here are people you know and you're best suited to choose people. Uh, choose I'll people. Choose so if people. you want me to, I can, but it's up to you. No, no, Samantha, I'll handle the, the speakers. So uh, Tim Pratim, how are you there? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Hi, welcome. everyone. Hey, so- welcome. Yeah, my name is Pratim and uh, Pratim, I, sorry. yeah, I yeah, know my, I know my uh, Twitter handle says Tim Pratim. So I had to keep something different. Uh, well, okay. my point of view regarding as I really agree with what uh, Samantha is saying, because I feel the whole aspect about imposter syndrome comes and in, kicks into when there is change happening. So this is something that is actually like, you are growing that when you're learning something new or there's something new happening, there is knowledge that you don't know is when you start questioning yourself. So if we actually take a step back and 
ask ourselves why do i feel that like i don't know something is because there is information that is more compared to what you already knew so i guess that could really help you to calm like this is what i do i if uh, it's pretty obvious like everyone i don't think there's anyone who will not have this uh, the the huge word that we've given this as imposter syndrome and i doubt there's anyone who thinks as samantha again said that they it's they're probably a narcissist if they think that they know everything but if in the end if you just write down what you are completely sure about then these things you can go back to and they can calm you down and let you know that okay this is a change that is happening and that is why this this feeling must be coming up but yeah in the end you can uh, no one is perfect in the world and we are always learning and being frank about it like most of the times if uh, if you're in a meeting and if someone asks you a question uh, hey uh, do you know how this is happening so you end up you get end up getting uh, like worried and just end up saying that yeah yeah i know but you don't instead if you just be frank and stand up hey i don't know but could you teach me that could really help you to cut down on the syndrome because you would be slowly even learning and yeah i think that's that's my point of view on it um i wanted to add something here that uh, there is this a uh, dunning kruger graph in which shows that uh, when you are learning something new you learn a lot of things very quickly in a short period of time and then you feel start feeling like okay i'm getting a lot of knowledge and then you hit that peak and then starts the downfall so according to that we can conclude that uh, imposter syndrome is also a very important part of our learning because if we don't hit that part then we would not be able to um uh, think that uh, we need to learn more and gain more knowledge so at at that downfall part of the dunning kruger uh, the graph uh, we, we need to be consistent and uh, keep making progress so that we finally start growing i think uh, uh, you all must um, resonate with this let me know your thoughts uh, please yes completely abhishek and also i feel we should kind of celebrate this like if more people open up if if i know that my even even my peer is not sure about something or even someone if the not so if we open up more about this this could really help uh, understanding that hey i'm not alone the, and everyone is learning out there yeah that that's all from my side thanks guys thank you so much uh, thank you so much for the team this is great samantha would you like to add something yeah i'm ready to share one of my imposter syndrome stories <laughs> this is uh, i'm actually okay let's go for it i'm going to be a little this is crazy i go in these spaces and help people out all the time i run spaces i do free spaces uh, for people teaching them about business or letting them ask business questions or how to get a job or anything and i i never ask anyone to please help me with something that i really need because of my imposter syndrome it's the weirdest thing so i feel confident on twitter spaces and teaching people things but i i feel like an imposter to ask for anything in return because i don't I don't do it to get anything in return. So, like for example, I started um a podcast a little while ago and um and I never tell even what what it is or anything about it because I'm always like what if they don't like it? What if I recommend it even though I obviously I I did it because I think it's a great idea, but I started a YouTube channel uh with the in it the YouTube is the podcast and I'm supposed to get like 100 subscribers so that I can get like my my um custom URL so that that can just be embedded into things but I never want to ask and I'm not saying this in the air because I want all of you to try to subscribe to my YouTube channel but I'm saying it because 
it's my imposter syndrome kicking in every single time. Like yesterday, I ran a, uh, yesterday, two days ago, I ran a space where I was teaching people how to be a, a speaker and facilitate Twitter space rooms. And um, I gave my time away for three hours for free. And then I got off and I went, I never even once asked if anyone would mind helping me with it, trying to get to 100 for my YouTube channel because of my imposter syndrome. And I'm really successful in certain areas. And then in other ones, it just kicks in. So it's something that even people who who can are really good in certain industries really struggle with. It's real. And I don't know if you have some advice to me, Francesco, about how to handle, you know, handle this, like asking. And I'm Canadian, so I don't know maybe it's a Canadian thing, but it's not very Canadian to ask for something like directly and say, hey, I really need help with this. I'm not sure if that's it. Yeah, sorry, Samantha, the connection was not the best. So are you asking me about uh, some tips about uh, imposter syndrome in general or something specific? Yeah, you know what they say? We're sometimes a better coach for someone else than our own. It's like the best football mm -hmm. coaches weren't always the best football players. So I'm asking yeah. for your advice and then maybe I can give you my advice. And then between the two of us, um, we can help each other with imposter syndrome. Yeah, Samantha, uh, maybe I prefer, first of all, to, to end with the, the stories because there are so many people to, to invite on, on stage. But uh, please remember me this and, uh, and I'll give some, some very bad advices later. Okay, promise. Okay, let me invite Akshat because I think that he is also Twitter space addicted. I think that I, I've met him on some Twitter space. Uh, yes, Samantha. Yeah, but you are right, by the way, about this giving tips to others. Akshat, are you there? Can you hear me? Hello, Francesco, and hi, oh, Samantha. Wow, this is a great voice. Nice. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me here. Perfect. So, um, do you have some experience to share some tips? Uh, would you like to share something? You have to make yes. a question. Perfect. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yeah, I, yeah, because, well, it's, it's, I think it's, the syndrome is everywhere, uh, in every career, in every field. And uh, it took a really long time in my career to understand how can I really counter it and how can I really uh, um, uh, stop uh, it from me feeling, uh, from feeling very overwhelming with it. And, uh, This, this, I think it's it's 15th year into my career. And only in last few years, I realized that uh, I realized that this is something which is that anxiety, which 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 is coming while while being in a discussion or when I'm trying to tell something to my team. Uh, th this anxiety is basically causing that imposter syndrome to kick in. And uh, I think uh, it, it, it took a while for me to realize how can I create cues to identify, okay, this is happening and I should stop uh, it from uh, overtaking my emotions. So I, I started uh, doing a few tricks, like when I, when I feel uh, very anxious about speaking something, when I feel a bit anxiety about feeling something, yet I know that I know I have a command on certain topics. I try to stay, hold, hold myself back and then give everyone in the room a chance to speak about it. And I feel like this is one way that I have overcome uh, showing up uh, or, or one way of avoiding this imposter syndrome to reflect in my behavior. So uh, 
and 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 then i realized that there are so many ways it can actually happen but this is one way that i realize it happens the most when i try to be on top of things when i try to when i feel like i know this area and i have a real good command but at the same time i also need to understand and then i started making myself understand that there are people in the room and they deserve the equal chance of uh, expressing their views and i should respect it and i should listen to them so this this whole concept that i developed within my own thought process uh, mellowed down the whole thing and it makes me more quiet and subtle when i when i starts to listen and when i try to um, share my thoughts and i believe one can practice this in a lot more ways i have never jotted down i i don't really know the terminologies in which i can express this better but this this is one of those my um experiences where i felt like yeah it is there and it's hard to avoid but i need to create some cues so that i can understand it's going to happen now and in that moment i somehow stop it nice Thank you for sharing this. This is this has been really great. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thanks, Francesco. Amazing. Stay with us if you want to 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 ask some questions. Thank you. Thank now, you. now, yeah, let's go. Let's go move on on the next speaker because we have many requests. So there is one person, Bunsen and Beaker. I think he has been already on my. Twitter space some some time I can't remember when but uh, are you there can you can you hear me yeah I can I was just uh, waiting yeah. for you to let me speak I yeah was... yeah so and, and as you and, and as you can see can you can see he's a human being it's not a dog hey <laughs> 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 so would you like to share your experience and you, you know that I'm very funny so the, would you like to share your experience right. Uh, my my name is Jason um, Bunsen and Beaker are the science dogs on Twitter. Um, so I, the only thing I wanted to share was uh, our we have a podcast called the Science Podcast with PAWD. It's a pun, and we talk to scientists every episode. And a common theme is they share they all share a lot of imposter syndrome, especially when they're starting out. Um, And sometimes they, when they get it off their chest and, they, as a, and they use the podcast and like me as interviewing them as a, as a sounding board, um, they realize they actually know a lot about their area. They've, they've studied squid their entire life. They've, they've studied climate change. They study chemistry and they're like, I don't know. And I was like, you know so much more than the, the average person about what you're studying. Um, and maybe they compare themselves to their peers, but Um, for, for these people in academia and, and in research and science, um, especially when they're starting out, it seems like imposter syndrome is quite, con uh, quite common. And then maybe once they hit their 40s and 50s, it, it kind of starts to go away and they just need encouragement. So um, personally, my, our account doesn't have imposter syndrome because we're imposters, uh, because I'm, in, you know, we're dogs. I'm, I'm speaking as dogs would. Um, <laughs> but that's just all I wanted to say is that like anybody who feels they have imposter syndrome and they are working, um, sometimes you just need a little bit more time with what you're studying. Wait, quick question. So, um, 
Because I'm actually a research intern, so you're saying that it's really common for uh, for like us to feel like this when we first start out. Go on, yes. Me. Okay. Yeah. Um. Like a lot of the people we interview, they feel they have imposter syndrome. So, and they 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 also say, you know, until I've started to talk about it, I've never mentioned it. So they're like, oh, you know, probably a lot of people out there are feeling the exact same way. So you're not alone. Thank you. So the more experience you have in your field, the less is this feeling, right? As uh, as far as I understood. Well, that's a good news. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Jason, I would like to know, know your thoughts on this. Um, actually, when I was starting out with coding, I am really grateful that I got instructors who were, who were always emphasizing one thing that uh being having an imposter syndrome or feeling like an imposter is totally normal and all you have to do is uh, be consistent and keep making progress and once you realize that um being in being an imposter is totally normal and part of the journey do you think that uh, it really helps uh, in any way to get rid of that feeling of being an imposter Right. Like if you're sitting there and you feel that you are an imposter, you don't know what you're doing in your field and you've never talked about it, then like what you just said, like <laughs> it's great that your institution's like saying that, you know, if you feel that way, it's normal. You said you're encoding. Like there's no way the average person knows as much as you. Like they turn on their computer and it's absolute magic. Right. But if you're encoding, like if you're encoding, you know, like a hundred thousand times more than the average person. When I talk to scientists who study dark matter, they're like, you know, I have a little bit of imposter syndrome. And I was like, if you ask the average person on the street what dark matter is, they're like, it's probably like the places of their house they didn't get to with cleaning. So. <laughs> I think you jumped on some, you, you tapped on something that's key there. Imposter syndrome usually kicks in when we're comparing ourselves to others. And that's actually one of the biggest joy killers. When you compare yourself to others, you will lose joy every time. It doesn't, that's why hanging out with your peers all the time can be very unhealthy. And so, you know, maybe a coping mechanism in a new, in a position where you're around a lot of people who have very similar, um, similar giftings or they're better than you are, or you feel like they're better than you are, is make sure you balance that with some spaces that you feel confident in. So maybe it's a multi-generational space where, or it's um, a really good friend that you don't feel competitive about. You can just be yourself. Because if you're spending most of your day in imposter syndrome when you're starting out and getting confident, then you really need to balance that. So I wouldn't recommend hanging out with people in the evening or on weekends that you feel some sort of competitiveness against or insecurity against, because that's not going to be good for your mental wellness. So um, just know that imposter syndrome is par for the course. That's just going to happen. So um, and then just plan ahead, build in some space, whether you're with no one or on good weekends. And that's, you know, there's coping mechanisms for imposter syndrome. And also, I would like to add that if you keep comparing yourself with imposter syndrome, it's going to destroy relationships because you're going to get more jealous and more envious towards other people to the point where you're going to act in spite. So I would like to hear stories from people that had those experiences where someone got super jealous due to an imposter syndrome. Uh, yeah, I can actually jump in here and uh, I can share this like... Uh, I, I had I had hard time fighting this. Uh, I I knew that there is something wrong in my behavior when I'm 
when I'm trying to converse with people, uh, especially within my team, uh, uh, across all the jobs that I have worked. And today as well, sometimes it happens that I'm stepping on right no, uh, on a on a wrong note when I'm talking to people, and I feel like um, but but today I feel like at least I know there are few things that I can really do to to fight it back, and one of the easy things that I usually do to fight it back is when I question my own thoughts, when I question my own beliefs, and this is this is what I do. I ask myself. All right, we are going to talk about something, and I have some views, but can I just hold on to them and think about it? What people are talking about, and then I focus on these points that people speak, and then I assess those thoughts with my own thoughts. And if I feel like they are aligning on at certain state, then then I feel like yeah, that's that's what people would like to hear. And then accessing your abilities, I feel, is one of those great things. But you have to hold yourself back. is is what I do. I feel like I should hold myself and think about it. And then questioning your thoughts is another thing. And this this is something which is very hard uh, to do. It took like years for me to understand that I should question myself. I should question my thought process. And even if I have to uh, question myself on terms of uh, in in front of people, if I have to uh, if I have to feel embarrassed in front of people, it's totally all right because embarrassing myself in front of people is one thing, which I can understand because I'm trying to do it for my self development. But I really don't want to uh, look like an imposter for a very long time. So these are. A few things: assessing my abilities, questioning myself, and not to compare myself with anyone. Um, Can I add uh, one thing yeah, that uh, Akshat has yeah, already yeah. added? So I would like to. Ex- um, oh. I would like to extend what Akshat has said: that questioning your own thoughts and uh, put yourself in a backseat and uh, decide actually, like. Are your thoughts really making sense right now or not? I would like to bring another perspective on this: is that uh, fear of judgment and uh, seeking validation is like for me for a long time it has been a kicker of uh, imposter syndrome. That uh, you are looking for a validation that you are jumping into a group of people, uh, like uh, in a conversation, in a meeting, or something, and then you are trying to justify your ideas and thoughts and seeking a validation that your peers are accepting your ideas and suddenly you are stepping into the areas where you are not so sure that uh, what you are thinking is actually true or not you have not tried actually your thoughts are also an experiment of your uh, previous ideas so now you don't precisely know that uh, this is valid or not and like uh, jason has said uh, about the uh, scientists who are saying about dark matter that they are feeling imposter syndrome. I, I think that if nobody has uh, ever discovered it, uh, anybody who is doing a research on this field would also think that uh, am I really moving into some space or not or uh, am I really making any progress or not? If I'm not making any kind of progress, am I really a confident or competent person in this field or not? And uh, that's where we start uh, bringing in this kind of uh, uh, being an imposter in certain area. 
And I, I, I think I feel this a lot when I'm talking to my, like, let's just say I'm, I'm in a company working as a senior front-end engineer right now. But uh, when I'm talking to CTO who have much more knowledge and I'm trying to uh, bring in my ideas and I can uh, see their facial expression where they are like, okay, sorry, I did not understand what you mean. And I'm like, ah, I did not explain it enough or something like this. And uh, am I really uh, trying to act like a senior developer when I don't know enough about this uh, whole process or something like this? And that's uh, like... uh, here I'm trying to seek a validation and I'm also very afraid of their judgment that uh, they might think that I don't know what I know. And yeah, so far it has been very kicker, uh, like a big kicker. And uh, again, bringing the solution, what Akshat has suggested that uh, you should embarrass yourself in front of other people as well, uh, time to time, so that you bring this idea in front of people that you don't know everything. And there is a possibility that they're, there will be the holes in your whole uh, theory and ideas. And uh, it's not necessary that I will justify all the pointers of a certain theory or certain uh, idea. So that way you are opening yourself uh, that uh, it is possible that I don't know everything and it is possible that on my idea, somebody can build it, uh, build certain more ideas. And that way, you know, like you're starting to build all, uh, all of like whole group is building together and that way, people who are feeling uh, this imposter syndrome because of you as well. Like sometimes I'm talking to my teammates and uh, I'm trying to suggest certain solution and they are feeling this exact syndrome because of me as well. So that's when I also try to bring them in and seek their suggestion and uh, whatever they are suggesting, I start uh, building on their idea so that their suggestion is also very important and uh, it has been taken into consideration so that gives them a bit of a sense of uh, accomplishment on their ideas and that helps them that okay yeah my confidence is a bit more building up and i i know something and that way they are also like uh, uh, not getting into the grip of uh, imposter and uh, something that helps them and helps me as well in this whole process so yeah these two points of uh, feeling uh, uh, this uh, validation and uh, fear of judgment have been uh, a real uh, kicker in this whole imposter syndrome scene. Um, honestly, I resonated a lot with what Pankar said about uh, the fear of judgment, judgment and seeking validation. Um, subconsciously, I was thinking like, oh, it's been a long time that I'm not feeling, like, I've not felt like an imposter. And then I suddenly realized that all of the uh, speakers are adding uh, so much value to this conversation and I'm here like adding maybe something not that valuable and then I start feeling like an imposter and uh, <laughs> this is the thing that I realized I resonated yeah, a lot well, about you are in that place Abhishek <laughs> well thanks a lot for making me uh, feel a, a feeling of an instance of accomplishment yeah that would help me Get rid of my imposter syndrome, maybe. <laughs> Thanks, Francisco. Yeah, you're welcome. But um, now I'd like to invite uh, Raza, my enemy and also friend on Twitter. And uh, but I also see that uh, you can raise your hand now. I see Bunsen with the, your his ra- his hands raised like for, like for ten minutes. So if that was in person, it was kind of stressful. I don't know, <laughs> but. Uh, Raza, are you there? 
Yeah, I'm not sure, Bunsen, if you've got like an urgent point to make. Uh, indeed, in real life, raising a hand that uh, long can uh, be stressful. But do you want do you want to make it first, or can I go ahead with the introduction? I, I was curious. Uh, no, go ahead. I can wait patiently. Cool. Okay, um, Francesco, yeah. thanks for having me. And uh, you're more my friend than enemy. <laughs> I hope. Uh, and but jokes aside, uh, thanks for having me. So for those who don't know me, I'm an uh, IT manager. Uh, primarily active on the data engineering platform. I've been working in the industry for 10 years. Um, I'm an accountant as a background, so I don't have an IT background. I don't have an IT degree. Uh, I've always had a passion for IT, but I think like most people, looking from the outside, the IT world seemed daunting and scary. Uh, at some point, I just thought I was too old. Um, I didn't know enough. I could never get into the industry or understand enough to have a role in uh, IT uh, until I actually came across uh, multiple Twitter accounts, uh, Francesco being one of them, but also Danny D. Thompson, uh, that actually said, hey, you can do this. And for me, that was an eye-opener. Um, so I did start picking up IT uh, tech books, uh, reading about it, and I was inspired by a CIO who said, um, you know, based on conditions, I could make the move, and I did. And ever since I'm in the industry, I will never ever go back. I love IT so much, the community and the, and the people. It's really a place to be. And that's actually my mission and goal. For me, it's um, I want to get as many people inside uh, the room. I, I want to function as a door inside the community, towards the community, uh, getting as much people inside the IT community and lowering the barrier. And that's really my, my role in this space. Uh, that's really what I try to do um, inside the tech Twitter space as well. So um, that's a little bit about me. And then like one minute on imposter syndrome. Well, if you don't have an IT background and you start uh, conveying your message in the IT world, well, uh, guess what? Imposter syndrome does uh, uh, play a big role there. So for me, uh, it was difficult to deal with. And actually, it's one of the first things I dealt with before posting content. So one of the things that I did was very actively deal with why am I feeling this? What am I afraid of? Even writing it down. Like, and I wrote things down, like, I'm afraid of being destroyed in a comment section. I was afraid of people um, attacking me. So really, really what I did was when I started uh, Twitter, um, I didn't tell anyone. I did it for me. And I wrote the threads for me. And I even advocated. I was very loud in saying, guys, I am not an expert. Just sharing my journey. Just sharing my thoughts. And there was a disclaimer everywhere. And in due time, those disclaimers go away and I still get comments like, hey, you post this wrong or you could have made road written code more efficient. And you know what? At this point of time, I'm like, you know, congratulations, have a nice day. But this is this is content I post um, for people like me in the beginner space uh, and, and it's good enough. And I think that's how I overcame uh, imposter syndrome, even though every now and then it still plays up. So uh, that's a bit about me. Bunsen, uh, I hope it was not too long. Thank you. No, I, I enjoyed listening to you. The last point I just wanted to... Oh, I'm sorry, Francis. No, I was saying, yeah, please go on. Upon oh, <laughs> I'll, I'll just make one point and then I'll drop down the listener. Um, in when we've talked to more experienced people in science, uh, they one of the things they advocate for is their younger colleagues and helping them with that imposter syndrome. And they've had some great suggestions. Um, if you feel self-conscious, one of the things you can work on is your confidence and a couple of them drag their younger colleagues out to karaoke night or to improv or tell them to, you know, dress up in costume on the dress up days. 
um, that their their different faculties might have. And it's a little thing, and I would be terrified, of course, to myself personally to go up and sing in front of people or do improv. Um, but personally, myself, I do cosplay, which is like I dress up in costumes and go to Comic Cons, and it definitely helps your confidence. So that's been a, a something, a theme that's been going through with a lot of the the you know the folks that have been around the block, and what they've suggested to their younger colleagues with, to help with their confidence and imposter syndrome is to try stuff that gets you out of your comfort zone that isn't within your area of research, isn't in your area of work. That's, a, that's it. Uh, I'll drop down the listener. Thank you. So there's two components to that. I think that with wellness, um, during those times where we're stressed out because of the imposter syndrome, there's two things we can do. One is hang out with people that we, we don't feel comparative to, that we just feel like we can be ourselves and we feel really good about who we are and we know that they really validate us. So there's that part. And then your component is adding on, I would probably do that in small bits, um, something that we're learning. So maybe even if you took up rock climbing or something, um, something that was a bit hard, but you're a beginner at, you might realize how good you are at your job and how far you've come. Because being reminded of how far you've come is a really good way to help us with imposter syndrome. So it sounds like it's there's quite a few elements and uh, things that we can do to help improve our imposter syndrome so that we make it through on the other side doing well and we have that extra um, skit. Uh, skip up or whatever. One thing that I do for imposter syndrome that works really well is I just dress one up from my part. And when I feel a little bit dressed up, I just stand taller, I feel taller. And I and I and because I look better, or I feel better about the way I look, the confidence will come through in other ways. So sometimes some of you heard that fake it till you make it. It's so true. Like you have no idea how many huge like speakers like Tony Robbins. Well, now he just wears he just wears his um, T-shirt pretty much. So maybe he's a bad example. But a lot of speakers will go up and they'll dress really good. And you'll hear them in the backstage and they are so nervous about going up. They want to make, you know, make sure that they say everything in the way uh, in a good impact. And you're like, man, this person's like commanding a million dollars a year. But what they do is they dress good too. And then they kind of have this upper step and then they step into it. And that alone helps. The other thing that I've read a lot about and I've been trying that works really well is to say, I'm excited. So instead of saying I'm nervous, which is something we normally do, and it's like awareness, I'm nervous about this, this is my problem, but saying I'm excited about these things. I'm excited to try my skills. I'm excited about this new job. I'm excited to meet new people I can learn from. And that will also help you as well. It's it's a profound impact about your confidence when you talk about the things you're excited. So maybe on a day that you're feeling a lot, I should talk to myself, I should do this myself. On a day I'm feeling a lot of imposter syndrome, I just need to write in my journal the things I'm excited about and it right away will change your vibe and you'll just be more excited and more confident thank you samantha v would you like to add something yeah i like to um add to what samantha says i feel like the imposter syndrome comes out even more when you start having that self-negative talk especially if you like have something with like anxiety social anxiety it does make it worse so like the one thing I was told was that try to um replace that oh I can't do this because I'm not good enough with like like it's okay I'm still learning the process of how to do my job in order to um help lessen the imposter syndrome is and my and also listening to music also helps a lot. Um. Uh. One thing I just got. Uh into my head is like I can relate it to, to like an enlightenment something 
um i was lately re- listening to a podcast of lex fridman and uh, dennis richi uh, dennis richi is a, re- a really great if you um really great uh, programming person you can say he has been programming maybe like from the 60s and has a great a lot of contributions in the computer science field and uh, that person was really hum- humble and uh, anything that uh, lex fridman uh, was uh, telling that uh, that person uh, dennis richi had a lot of contribution about this thing or that thing then dennis richi would say that uh, no i i didn't do that much or something like that and dennis richi was always trying to uh, decrease and uh, so that uh, what he did was not really that great thing so i realized that if a person is humble enough to uh, say that no i didn't do something great that person would not be uh, like uh, that person would not feel like an imposter if that uh, i'm not being able to put that properly how do i say this if that person uh, gets surrounded by people who are more way more intelligent uh, in some field then a humble person would uh, i don't think that that person would feel like an imposter <laughs> no i spoiled this thank you akshato would you like to add something and then i'll invite the sumudu on the stage Yeah thank you Francesco. Yeah I it, it it the same thing it reminds me of one of uh, the actual thing that happened with me I I moved to Sweden 3 years back and uh, they hired me because uh, they found the uh, skills were right in my resume and when the interview was happening uh, everything was it just fall in place i felt like this is a best project and everything matches to my skill and when i came to sweden uh, uh i felt i f- i found myself a bit lost i even though i have the command on the subject i know what needs to be done i was a bit uh, disoriented for for first few weeks and when there was discussions used to happen i feel like i i know this but why i'm trying to uh give them an impression which feels like i pretend to know it rather than i know it and i i was trying to question myself a lot of time like why is this happening because this imposter syndrome is somewhere deep inside me hidden which i never saw but now it is coming like with an hesitation to speak and when i speak it looks like this try this guy is trying to fake it up or he's trying to just uh, uh, say something that will Uh, cover up a lot of things and he's trying to explain things but he's not there yet and i feel like i'm giving an impression now that these guys have hired a wrong person and it's a big deal hiring people from a different country and bringing them into a, into their country uh, just because some of the skill sets and cutting edge technology has been part of his resume so i feel like i'm faking it now but i really need to break that silence within me like no this is not the thing i i'm 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 a genuine guy i know this so i went back home i i put a towel on my face and i literally screamed i wanted to break that silence inside me so <laughs> it's a funny thing and i was looking at myself and i was like i am not sure what i am doing but i have i have no clue whom shall i talk to this this about and i was alone when i came here uh, so i i i literally screamed and uh, the next day at office the same thing happened and i went to washroom and i washed my face i put <laughs> i put some tissue papers in front of my mouth and i again screamed and i i just wanted to get that comfort like i am right now under some sort of hesitation and it's it's not letting me 
go out and speak about what i know it it just gives me an impression like i'm not really a person that they have hired but after that something i understood like i need to sort myself and what can what i can do to do what what can i do to sort this thing up is ask questions howsoever dumb i look like and i started asking questions and i so i i ask questions in different forums with different people when i am with them sometimes alone during lunch maybe coffee break and i connected with so many people and asked them questions and then i realized i'm trying to understand the process i'm trying to get the pulse of the project i'm trying to get uh, the notion of what these people do and at the end of 7th week and 8th week where i supposed to present something i was so much confident where people started believing me like yes we know that this guy is genuine he he understands he's not trying to uh, fake something up and and the whole demo went really fine but for the first few weeks it was it was very confusing so uh, one tip that i can what what i can share from this experience is is break your silence and talk to as many people as you can if you're if you're feeling hesitation to speak to people uh, in a group then try to create uh, an environment or an opportunity where you get chance to talk to them one on one and uh, just get the pulse of what 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 actually happens inside your project or where you work what kind of culture it is and also i was i was a new person uh, the the whole cultural difference was uh, something else that i was trying to soak it into so it's 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 like separate your feelings from the fact your feelings is you're 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 not comfortable but the fact is you know it and sometimes that that creates another impression that you're actually an imposter and point number 2 break your silence but it doesn't mean like you just go and speak loudly no you you speak in a very subtle tone with people around you try to create an opportunity where you can get chance to talk to them one on one yep thank, thank you, you so much rashad thank you so much thank you for your wise words thank you thank you so much please stay with us and sumudu uh, sumudu i don't know if i pronounced that well can you hear me yes that's correct perfect welcome welcome would you like to share something uh yes uh, first i would like to introduce myself uh, so i'm a project manager manager currently actually learning web development so one of the biggest imposter syndrome like uh, uh happened to me in the sense when i was doing this transition actually because uh, there are so many people in the field right now that is who are like uh, professionals but when i'm learning i was like so scared to uh, actually even share my notes at first because i was thinking okay like it's not good enough like i'm just like making something maybe like there are people more talented than me so this is not necessary but eventually i overcame that part and actually now i'm uh, connecting and sharing things with uh, the tech community which is i'm really grateful and the other biggest incident actually like when i was uh, uh, interviewing for my current job actually so interview went well and i got the offer but then i was thinking like okay this can't be true this can't be true this is not for me and i was waiting till the last day until i joined for the job that uh, thinking that they would reject me actually so and also uh, during the first week i was so like scared and like thinking okay like they might ask my, 
ask me to leave or something like that. So, but eventually I overcame this, that thinking that, uh, so I got selected to this job because they have seen my skills. It's not like, like they just asked me to join. We had an interview. So they have seen my potential and my skills. So I have to believe in myself. So that is one way of thinking that I have overcome uh, that issue as well. And also all the time, like when I was like doing any meetups or conference talk, this again kick in. So I have to like really uh, go through like 10, 15 minutes to like talking to myself. Okay, this is you. You have selected uh, for to talk about this topic because you know something. So likewise, I have to talk to myself to overcome these issues. That is uh, one experience I wanted to share. And I wanted to ask uh, some tips uh, from the uh, speakers as well. So because like we are talking about our uh, imposter syndrome, right? But what are you doing to help other people to overcome this? Because I had an incident like, uh, as Akshat said, I, uh, I got a new joining into my team. But I figured that she, uh, like she's not uh, very well connected with the team. She's not sharing her ideas with the team. So I had a one-to-one -one with her, and I, I felt like she's not comfortable or she's thinking she's not good enough. So I had a one-to-one -one with her to understand what's her situation. And then uh, she actually said that she thinks like she's not good enough or she's scared to like... Uh, share the ideas because others might think she's stupid or something like that. So then after that, I actually encourage in every team meetings and uh, to share, like asking her to uh, share all the uh, ideas. And whenever she's sharing something, appreciate it. And also like always like uh, give priority to their ideas. So that is one thing I was trying to do to help them as well. So just like to know what are the other tips that you guys are, uh, you guys try to recommend to help other people. Okay. Just let me move. Would you like someone who would you like to, to share something? So, Sumudu, are you basically we are asking about tips? Uh, Mohammed, would you like to, to answer? Hey there. Hi, Francesco. Hi, friend. Hey there. Hi. Um, thank you for uh, adding me. The connection is not the best. Try again. Okay. Uh, is my sound audio now better? Now it's better. Yeah. Okay. Okay, thank you. Um, I'd like to uh, uh, talk about uh, uh, my experience with uh, self-consciousness. Uh, let me compare it with uh, a neural network or an artificial intelligence system. Uh, when a new programmer, whether he's a programmer or in general a new graduate, somebody who learned a new field and he would like to apply what he learned, Compared to a neural network, this AI system would be just stupid, very narrow-minded. This, uh, this AI system is not aware of where he lives. 
he's not aware um, what he's doing. He's not aware of himself. Okay, so uh, uh, for me, the imposter syndrome term, this is not something I heard more than a year ago. But I used to hear a lot about uh, self-consciousness. When you are, uh, for example, always check your clothes, always check, okay, that's something maybe too specific. Imposter syndrome is related, I guess, uh, from what I understood, is related to your talents, related to your skills, related to uh, that you're going to be tested and am I going to pass or am I going to fail? Now, I think anybody who feels this way is very humble. I think he's um, very smart that he wants to be perfect. He wants to become better. He wants uh, to improve himself. So his uh, uh, maybe his subconscious is alerting, is alert, uh, your self-consciousness is... Um, uh, is alerting you maybe I'm still missing something maybe I sh still don't know uh, something that I uh, should learn so an artificial intelligence system cannot be aware of these things he's not programmed but an intelligent person somebody who is very humble he wants to learn more he wants to improve uh, so I've seen lots of people who are so confident, yet they're very ignorant. They have no technical skill, but still he is so confident. He wants to speak up. He wants to uh, take attention. I see this more than people who are self-conscious. And I salute everybody who uh, shares his experience, how he feels. I think you are very brave. I think you are very courageous. Uh, you have lots of courage and you want to improve. And I find lots of inspiration from all of these people who share their uh, experience. I would like to say that you only feel this way because you have learned a lot. You have lots of skill. You have uh, spent so much time. And the more time you uh, spend learning, the more time you uh, find about new horizons, new skills, new uh, aspects to what you're learning. Okay. The more you'll be aware, the more uh, you become aware that there's more to learn. There's still a lot. You still want somebody to uh, uh, guide you, to direct you in things you still are not aware of. So again, I salute every person who feels this way. Please have confidence. Uh, and, con and, and confidence is very important in terms of um, your performance. You have learned a lot. Yet, you hold yourself back. Uh, when I take uh, uh, interns, when I um, try to train uh, new graduates, when I ask them questions, 
in the beginning, he's he has problems uh, expressing. So I break down the question, and um, I find out he's very smart, but he's not used to um, uh, uh, very high-level questions. Uh, I would ask him something on a project level. I didn't ask him about one specific component or one specific uh, screen. So he's not used to that. So I think uh, anybody who ha feels with the imposter syndrome that he's not used to in an environment. So the more experience, or uh, let me put it that, uh, in another way, he's not, that's the topic I talked to him about is not in his comfort zone. So I took him out quickly. That, that That's the issue. I quickly pulled him out. But if I introduce him gradually from something he knows, something he spent lots of time with, a topic that he uh, constantly keeps improving, improving himself gradually, adding more knowledge to what he already has. If I gradually take him from where he is, add more to one topic using another topic he already knows. That person already knows about that second topic. And we try to mix these uh, uh, or integrate these skills together, integrate these topics together. Then he finds himself um, advanced so much in so very little time. So any, uh, um, any person who feels really, really bad about uh, imposter syndrome, I suggest please find a mentor, somebody who has... Uh, many years experience with uh, mentoring, okay? They will take you so much uh, with the knowledge you have, with the skills you have, with the time that you have spent, okay? They will uh, show you your potential, something you already gained. Now you need to shine. Now you need to apply what you have learned. And uh, when this happened to me, when uh, I had my mentor, my friend now, um, I found out that I can give a presentation. I kept talking for maybe two hours. This was the first time to a client. I talked for two hours, maybe three hours, okay? Because I'm talking about something I spent so much time with. And my friend um, helped me in very little time. He trained me what to say. So when we came to the client, I gave that presentation. At the beginning, yes, there was a, a little bit of uh, uh, self-consciousness. But as soon as um, the presentation, the slides were showing, then I had no problem talking for that many hours. And I never felt uh, that it was an hour or two hours. It felt like I was talking for 10 seconds. So what you learned is uh, very powerful. Don't forget that. Don't forget the time that you spent uh, accumulating your knowledge, building what, uh, uh, what you already have achieved, the path that you have walked. Don't forget that. That's... Uh, uh, another uh, participation, but if uh, somebody else wants to... Uh, uh, talk, please go ahead. Yeah, Mohammed, please stay. I'd like to, I want to 
know what Raza has to say. We have also Shivai. Yes. Please stay with us. So at the end, we I let every every speaker to talk again. By the way, we need to close in 45 minutes. So we need to be fast. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, hey Francesco, I'm just going to hey, jump sorry. in here before you let the next speaker go. Yeah. Because I just want to draw everyone's attention. Yeah. I was like, um, while some of you were speaking, I had a little bit of time. So I was going through Francesco's YouTube channel because he's got some good, great stuff there. And he actually has one on imposter syndrome. So I nested it in the top. And if you would like to um, catch his podcast interviews YouTube with Amina, um, check it out. So if you click on the click on the Twitter Twitter. Yeah. at the top it will take you to the youtube channel and yeah you can have options there too to like it or share it or um view right. it but i you know i'd love for all of you to support francesco because he gives us you know two hours of his time and he has other he's such a he's such a great creator um has these ideas that he does in these twitter spaces often come from other creative work that he's done like this youtube so anyway i just want to tell you about it. i thought it was super cool to find on youtube and thought maybe you guys would want to uh, know about it so check it out well, Samantha, you, you you always make me cry at every Twitter space, but uh, I can hide this pretty well. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, okay, so there was Raza and then Shivai. Please be patient, other two minutes. By the way, sorry, but uh, we had so many people asking to jump on stage. So, Raza, are you still there? Or are you coding on some Python? Hey there. Uh, I was coding some Python. Okay, uh, stop but, uh, for a second, please. Come yeah, on. I, I will stop for you. You know what? <laughs> Uh, Samantha, you know, uh, I tried to make you cry during the live stream. I always made that ha almost made that happen. I've got it uh, uh, on YouTube. Uh, it's in somewhere minute seven. You still owe me another session, uh, Francesco. But um, yeah. yeah, I just wanted to talk about this from a different angle. I think that imposter syndrome kicks in in many ways. So you have content creation and then you have obviously when you're starting out a new job. You know, when you're starting out a new job, I think it's different. And the way to go about is different because I think one of the speakers said it as well is that when you start out a new job, your go-to method is to ask questions. And I definitely support that. But I think that when you go to a content creation space, it's totally different. You know what? When you're inside, let's say, a new job, um, people expect you to ask questions. No one expects you to know everything. So if I have a new dev about uh, someone joining every other month, if a junior dev st starts, I'm not going to expect that junior dev to know where the documentation is that person should like be guided towards the whole process. However, if you look at content creation, I really think that you need to get ingrained that it is impossible for everyone to like you. That's just not going to happen. And probably there are going to be uh, at the start more people who dislike you because you hit a sensitive nerve with your content. You know, I mean, I'm pretty sure people get sick of my Python content, but you know, it is what it is. I cannot make everyone happy. It's also not my goal. So I think that when imposter syndrome kicks in, for, again, for me, it was a huge fear of being attacked. Um, it actually helped not to ask questions and just to share things for myself. I was there on the platform for me. So writing the thread as if I was going to read that thread. And um, I actually started on that uh, the same way in YouTube as well. I was missing content in a very specific way. And I started to create the content in that way. Um, so that people like me can consume it. And I think that's kind of the miracle of if you look at content that way, because if you make specific content, let's say for a specific audience, so I, for me it was beginners, non-IT background, wanted to learn Python, you're going to attract like-minded people. 
and usually these kind of people are not your critics but you are you know these are, go are going to be your friends and in due time you grow and you find people that will support you bigger accounts that will support you um and and that will actually function as a shield towards let's say trolls or um honestly speaking even sometimes arrogant people like the amount of people i heard around around this space being like okay you don't get to say anything because you don't come from let's say a traditional it background whatever um that's insane so i just want to put it out there there imposter syndrome in different situations i would handle it different and with content creation actually you don't need to tell anyone your plan you don't need to make a tweet saying hey guys i'm gonna do a I don't, I don't know, I'm going to make a 30-day plan and tell everyone about it or tell all your family and friends. I would actually go away, the other way around it, keep it to yourself until you feel mature enough to really go out and be vocal. Nice. Thank you, Raza. B, would you like to add something before we let Shivai talk and see that you have raised your hand? Yeah, so before I have to leave, I'm going to say something really quick is that This is especially important for a lot of those who are self-loner because when you work in the industry, you're going to see a lot of people with degrees like computer science and um, software engineering working. And you might feel like, oh, I'm not as good as them because I didn't get the degree. I just want to tell you we all have the same feeling, but you are just as worthy as someone who has a degree because you got the job. That's all I have to say before I leave. Thank you. Thank you so much, Shabi. Thank you for joining this, this space. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Shivai, are you there? No. She is. No. Yeah, you are there. Yeah, thank you so much, Francisco, for you know hosting this particular uh, session as well. Because, of course, we keep on uh, having a lot of different sessions on... Uh, increasing our productivity or discussing about some of the technical topics. But I believe we yeah, are at the same time uh, understanding the psychology that sort of also goes on behind creating the content is equally important. And uh, I feel that, uh, like, uh, of course, everyone over here who is attending this talk by, uh, by now uh, will have come to know that, yes, what exactly is imposter syndrome. But I just wanted to probably take uh, another look at uh, how it is being also being utilized in like since we're talking about uh, the tech content creation, right? And uh, we're discussing about uh, uh, ability to, let's say, create any kind of content, whether it could be like a technical blog or like a YouTube video or uh, creating like a demo and showcasing it to everyone else. And uh, we do see that a lot of times um, the content that we create, uh, a lot of times uh, people have already created that. And that is also sometimes when we start to sort of, you know, uh, sort of doubt that, okay, whether uh, we are already seeing so much amount of content uh, out there and whether the content that we are creating would actually uh, be unique or might, you know, uh, be something that people will actually go ahead and see. So I think uh, that is where uh, some uh, you see sort of the intersection between both of these different uh, cases. One being that... Uh, sort of you know doubting ourselves that uh, our content is not being good enough right and uh, the second one uh, sort of stemming in from the fact that um, there is already so much amount of content whether uh, like you know the content that I would like to create on a topic that already has let's say hundreds of different blogs whether it's actually worth it to go and you know create that so I believe that in both of these cases, like in either of these two cases, 
uh, we should just go ahead and create what we truly believe in. And if we are passionate about something, I feel that regardless of you know whether there is a lot of content already there, we can give a unique. twist to itself like you know to the content that we are creating and definitely it will have something that will be unique and not doubting on our own credibility uh, right uh, that is sort of uh, what the conversation uh, sort of stems from uh, that we are having regarding the imposter sim uh, about the imposter syndrome uh, i think in both of these cases if you are truly passionate about creating content or uh, this could also translate into software engineering or oh, other fields as well we should go ahead and do that and of course like uh, as some of uh, the speakers had mentioned that uh, it's really important to speak to your mentors or someone who you feel comfortable with and uh, they can guide you in those uh, you know times when you feel um, left out or you uh, are having that imposter syndrome feeling in inside of you but i feel that yeah like both of these cases are somewhat re- uh, relevant if we talk about uh, you know content creation since that is also one of the topics that uh, we were discussing about so uh, like i mean would love to know about uh, your thoughts as well francisco like anyone else thoughts as well regarding this thank you thank you shivai thank you so much for okay, your words uh, sumudo would you like to add something Yeah, I would like to add to that. Actually, oh. that is one thing. Uh, can you hear me? Okay. Uh, so that is one thing actually coming up uh, when we are on tech Twitter and when we are sharing our tweets and our content with everyone. So we always think this might have shared before, but uh, what? Uh, what is important is actually like adding your own thoughts into that your perspective and one other thing i would like to uh uh i like to mention is actually like uh just don't be discouraged or be unhappy about like uh, when you don't get likes or when you don't get any engagement for your content at first because uh it's about giving actually it's about sharing your knowledge so as rasa said like you can't uh, you can't satisfy everyone right you have to find your niche and then address to that niche so just don't expect uh, all the likes and the followers just because like you are uh, sharing all the content because then this uh, imposter uh, syndrome might kick in because when you think like you don't get much likes as the other person you start comparing to the other person then you become more unhappy and then you become insecure that is one thing i have seen so just wanted to add that just don't think like that you have skills you have the knowledge that is why you are sharing something so it might help full for even one person so because of that don't be discouraged or like uh, don't let this uh, imposter syndrome like kick in because of that so with that i guess i will uh, go back to listeners uh, francisco so someone else can come up thank you very much thank you sumudo um let's see if someone else would like to to join before thank you so much abishek hey there are you there yeah yes Oh, there are two abshakes out here. Yeah. I'm sorry. 
that too, but two is, is better than one, but uh, you are also yellow, both of you. Okay, so one is the knight Abishake, one is the yellow Abishake. So knight Abishake, uh, yeah. yeah, please introduce yourself and share your opinions. Thank you. You're yeah. right. Hi, Francesco. Uh, thanks for joining me, first of all. So the thing is that uh, this is my first uh, uh, the first time when I joined something like this on Twitter. Actually, I haven't never participated in any any of such things. Then and, I feel honored. Uh, I feel honored. Thank you. Yeah. <clears throat> so the thing is that, uh, and 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 the thing is that I I haven't listened to anyone. I joined just ten minutes back, so I might repeat few things. So please help me out if I repeat. So uh, why I joined basically is because I wanted to share my own story, uh, which dates back several years back, back actually when I went to college, I joined, uh, I've just joined college and it was around uh, more than 10 years it has been. And it, it the thing is about when it was uh, 2008 to 2010, something like that. So at that particular time, I started feeling this same kind of thing, imposter syndrome or whatever, but the good thing for me at that particular time was that I wasn't aware of this particular name <laughs> that what it is called. <laughs> okay. So now in current situation, probably whatever, whatever feeling you feel you get, like um, it can be lack of motivation. It can be uh, discouragement. It can be uh, lack of confidence or it can be anything, but you, because you have been listening to this particular word, uh, imposter syndrome, you tend to label it as that. This is what I feel. At that particular moment when I was in college, because I wasn't, wasn't aware of this particular word, I couldn't label it well. So I started finding out what the issue was exactly. Um, and then uh, while searching, while in the process, uh, my college al also, though I have CS degree, uh, my college also allowed me to have some do some courses in courses in different HSS streams, which are psychology or something like that. So I took some courses from psychology just to understand what is exactly happening to happening to me. And then one thing what I learned uh, through those courses was this is like gist of everything that psychology says that you don't have to go to very extremes of things. If you go to extremes, then probably you will face issues. So somewhere you you have to find a place somewhere in between, something like that. So <clears throat> during that time, I learned a lot of lot of things, and I realized what I was facing. Uh, it was perhaps lack of confidence, and then uh, my colleagues, etc. They were really brilliant. So maybe that was maybe I was comparing and those sort of things. There were many things actually. And then I started recognizing them one by one, that what is that exactly is happening to me? Why I'm feeling this way, that why I'm feeling low and why I'm not able to cope up with this comparison thing and everything. So, because uh, what I'll say here is that uh, probably in this time, uh, probably in this time, a lot of students and uh, uh, people working, everyone is kind of labeling it already. Probably it is something else we are not aware. And if you don't label it, perhaps it will help. And uh, the same thing uh, also happens in, uh, I don't know what it is exactly called, perhaps it is called medical student syndrome. When you start reading about 
diseases and then you realize that perhaps you are having the same disease no so <clears throat> so then uh, this thing uh, this this is a similar kind of thing uh, what i feel that uh, uh, because we are aware of this particular word uh, imposter syndrome uh, we are perhaps labeling everything by that particular word and then uh, my learning uh, about this is that uh, what helped me most is that you shouldn't compare and other two things which i would say is that there are some biases if you can counter those biases those will help and having clarity so these are two things which can help a lot so uh, for example uh, if i talk about one is perception bias when you uh, simplify something a lot so uh, what happens is uh, for example if we look at twitter spaces uh, or uh, what happens uh, in content creation on twitter so most of the people whom are they actually looking at what they are seeing they are mainly seeing the people who are creating the content so they get that kind of perception bias that content creation is everything or almost everyone is creating the content which is again a bias it is not true this is this isn't truth right so <clears throat> what you need to get here is clarity you need to understand what what is the exact percentage if you can get the correct data perhaps then you won't feel that bad in any particular domain because uh, if you look at stats major population actually lies between that one standard deviation and at max two standard deviation so <clears throat> the thing is that because we are in this is what i feel that because we aren't aware of we don't have clarity of the situation we tend to uh, let that perception go onto our mind uh, we start believing that what we are seeing is the complete truth then that can also demotivate you and you might start feeling that perhaps this is again uh, imposter syndrome and i don't belong to this group but if you if you look carefully perhaps then you would realize that 80% of population i am not even looking at for example uh, if you look at uh, twitter the content creation perhaps 50 60% population is not even into that thing but uh, if you are looking into uh, if if you are only looking at the people who are creating and the problem is that visibility is in such a way that you tend to look at only those people <laughs> you can't you can't escape from that thing so this is uh, this is actually combination of sampling bias as well as perception bias so these are two things uh, two biases so i feel that if you have a good clarity over things if you understand things very well then perhaps even after comparison you might not feel that bad because probably you lie within that one standard deviation or at max two and you are among most of the population and <clears throat> so uh, this is what i uh, wanted to suggest that uh, probably building uh, that clarity uh, looking where you actually stand rather than what you the perception you are getting that is one thing and the thing is that if possible avoid comparison that might help this helped me uh, a lot uh, so uh, after by the time i left my college uh, i didn't i never got that kind of feeling that i am having uh, this i didn't know the name actually this imposter syndrome so i recently got to know about this thing <clears throat> so even uh, after leaving uh, after leaving the college i never felt that way i always knew that it is something else 
maybe i uh, then i uh, see how it helps is that when you don't label things wrong then you are open to correctly judging the situation and then finding the right problem is the first step to actually solve it so this is uh, this is how it helps and and the thing is that uh, which is very common and uh, while talking to a lot of people i have uh, heard this thing also that uh, see what happens is that when when you lack something when you uh, or uh, you're not good at something then there are two methods to feel uh, to make yourself feel better one is to actually get better in that field another is to make someone else feel low okay and the easier one is to make someone else feel low so uh, the same thing happens in uh, for example when someone talks about money then a general thought process i have heard about is that they are rich because they are pr- probably very clever and cunning something like that okay and then similar thing if we uh, the same thing happens in other uh, scenarios also so for example if someone is highly successful we might say that probably that uh, you have heard the term no overnight success or something like that someone else helped or <clears throat> so in this thing this imposter syndrome related to this i would like to say that uh, one thing what a really big mistake what people do is to overcome the, uh, to overcome this thing the feeling of this this bad feeling what they do they instead of trying to figure out their own problem they try to they start covering it up by uh, making someone else feel low so uh, an example a very uh, uh, popular example of this is that you would see on uh, twitter exa- uh, mainly that if if you don't have imposter syndrome then most probably you are not a developer okay to, to be a developer you must have this imposter syndrome and the problem with this mindset is that once you have this mindset then this is self fulfilling kind of thing right because uh, the time you start fighting this thing the time you start overcoming you suddenly realize no then probably i won't be developer anymore this would happen on subconscious level and this is one example and another example can be very extreme uh, where people might say that uh, someone who is not having imposter syndrome perhaps he is bad person in some way he has some bad personality trait or maybe some psychological term that he is bad in this particular way so this might happen you might hear this but don't do that it won't help you and this is this is what helped me actually by not uh, labeling it or and not uh, uh, someone who is not suffering with this particular uh, some problem i don't label them uh, i learned this that don't label them with something that if you are not good at math don't label people who are good at math that you are nerd or something so this is uh, what my learning is another thing is uh, one is dunning kruger curve so uh, it has something to do with it uh, the thing is the more you learn the more you realize that you don't know so you might have crossed that uh, peak of dunning kruger curve the peak is also called uh, called as uh, peak of mount stupidity so <laughs> probably you have passed that peak that's why you are feeling suddenly low and it has nothing to do with that you are imposter or something it is only it, uh, it is just a fact that the more you know the more you realize how much you don't know so you might be now in the valley portion of that curve and you are going further become excellent in that particular field uh, so uh, this is what i have to add uh, i think this might be helpful for someone it has helped me so 
Yeah, for sure it will be. Thank you so much, uh, Bishake. Thank Just you. So Francesco, Francesco yeah. before you let someone else go, I feel like a lot of people joined today because they really want to hear your imposter syndrome story. And you are like such a gentleman. You let everyone go first. And then you wait till the very okay. end. And then we don't even have as many people on. I know that I, there, see, look at all the hundred. Everyone put a hundred up if you would like to hear Francesco's story. That's partly what, yeah. See, there's actually a lot of people who came on because they wanted to hear your story. So please, please share with us your imposter syndrome story or what motivated you to start the space today? Okay, okay, um, Samantha. So I'm really, yeah. I'm really, I'm really sorry to cut you, in, cut you here. Um, I want to say that if uh, anyone could share uh, the valuable points that we, we learned about in this session, it, it would be a really great thing. If someone could maybe prepare a thread for that, we would love to uh, see that. Yeah, yeah. please, Francesco, yes, go on. Absolutely. If someone has done this and we were to make some notes, uh, I think we should need some uh some something inside the twitter space maybe to take notes uh, i don't know it will be a very good uh, feature yeah thank you baby shake of course if you create some threads uh, i'll be happy to reshare sorry chris <laughs> samantha called me out so i need to share some my story but i'll be super fast because we need to close in, in 15, 15 minutes yeah my experience with imposter syndrome first of all since I was not a social media person, I didn't even know that uh, imposter syndrome actually existed <laughs> before joining, joining Twitter. This could sound strange, but that's it. So when I started to work for the European Space Agency, uh, yeah, the first, the first day, maybe for a month, uh, I really felt uh, <laughs> like a fish out of the bubble because uh, uh, it was like a, a very huge project with more than 100 people working on that. We were working with satellites, so space, a lot of stuff. There were very uh, international people coming uh, uh, every day to, to check what we were doing. So even if I had some knowledge, of course, I had a computer science degree, I studied a lot of stuff. Uh, there was a period, maybe the first month, it, I think it lasted like 30 days, when it really felt like uh, <laughs> they hired me but maybe I am in the wrong place. So I don't know, because before the, this, uh, I never worked as a, an employee. I've always worked in, in, in my gym. I always worked uh, for someone else, but I, this was really my very first, uh, maybe the only one <laughs> experience as an employee. So I think that in the beginning, it, it was uh, yeah about that because there were so many people, uh, everybody already uh, knew what they they had to do instead they had like to ask uh, like oh, how you do the, can you do this uh, how can you do that uh, so it was a there was a period when i say like like uh, <laughs> uh, how they say that uh, they say like uh, you are waiting for someone patting on your shoulder and say okay we <laughs> we found you go away something like that i think i suffered with this syndrome for uh, yeah, some weeks, but then after a while, it went better. So that's it. This is the short version. If you want to go, if you want to listen to a longer version, you need to invite me to some podcast somewhere. So that's it. And so thank you for sharing that. I know lots of people wanted to hear it. So thank you for being vulnerable and sharing that story. What motivated you to start the safe space today? Like, why were you like, Kate, I'm going to run a space on imposter syndrome? Uh, there are many reasons. One is because 
Kartik uh, had this idea and reminded this, this idea. Uh, as I said before, this was one of the first uh, ideas about the space, but I was waiting for the perfect moment. So instead, there was always another topic, uh, another uh, idea with someone else. Uh, so finally, I did this. And I did this maybe in a week when it wasn't really planned. So this is the proof that you can't plan everything in your life. But I'm happy that I've done this. There are so many people that are sending me DM or message on Twitter saying, oh, no, I wanted to join. So first of all, we are recording this and I'll publish this uh, as soon as possible. And uh, if we want, we can make another episode because I've seen that this topic, it's really important for a lot of people. We had more than 100 people that for, for a, a Twitter space organized at, at the, in some minutes, for me, I see this as a success. So, yeah. Yeah. So if any of you were looking for the space or you, you came in late and you want to hear the beginning of it, what Francesco does is he usually posts it to the main announcement in, in one of the, as a thread. So that's where the recording will be in its podcast style. So <clears throat> you can listen to the podcast uh, from there and um, hope you do that. For any of you who are just jumped into the room, while Francesco um, was running the space, we I was like searching on YouTube and I found there's a super cool YouTube um, episode that he does and he talks about impo imposter syndrome on there. So we'd love for, I'd love for you and I know Francesco would, he, he's not one to promote himself. So that's why I come on here and I want to tell you how great he is because you all know it, but some of you are new to new to him. So you can just check out that, that YouTube episode right there and that's um, on the top. You can also bookmark it. For any of you who are new to Twitter spaces, if you click it, you can bookmark it and then access it after the space. Thank you, Samantha. Yeah, <laughs> thank you so thank you so much, Samantha. That, that episode is for with Samina, uh, with Amina, sorry, and uh, we talked about accessibility, but also about uh, imposter syndromes, and so she really dropped uh, really some gems. I remember that episode; it has been really uh, very important and valuable. So, yeah, I suggest to watch it, of course. <laughs> Perfect. So we have ten minutes left. So I want to give the opportunity to Chris to talk. Are you there, Chris? To speak. Yes, I'm there. Okay. Can you hear me? Yes, yeah. Out and loud. Can you do this in cool. a few in five minutes? Can you share your story? Because I want also to give the opportunity to Ankur to speak and then we'll close it. Yeah. Sure. Perfect. Just give me a smile if I need to quit. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Um yeah, so my story um about imposter syndrome is I've been in the business for uh, 16 years and to be honest every time I go uh, on a job interview I feel like an imposter almost um, and I've come to terms with that and just know that you have value for a company and I think that's the the main reason here um, the main point I'm trying to make is that you have to come with terms that you can't know everything and companies will maybe use it as a you know a way to talk you down on your pay or whatever it is uh by saying like oh but you don't have experience in that well you know you can't just do everything um but yeah i mean it, it gets to a point where you might feel uncomfortable going into uh, interviews or uh, publishing content but stepping over that is such an 
achievement you can unlock. And I really find it rewarding how welcoming the community around it is. So other developers are there to help you and support you in this journey. Um, and it doesn't matter if you're just starting, you uh, wanting to become a developer, or you've been one for 20 years or more. Um, we're all in the same learning page, you know. Um, for instance, Francesco is like a Docker expert, yet uh, someone can be a 30-plus-year experienced developer and never touch Docker. So, oh. I mean, there's all of that. So that's considerations you have to um, understand as a developer. And um, I I'm going to leave it at that. Uh, I'll give someone else a shot to talk as well. But uh, very important topic. So thank you for hosting this. Thank you, Chris. Uh, and I think that we will make a part two one day. Maybe we'll give more space. Or maybe I need to start this earlier because I have to go in 10 minutes. So, um, yeah, thank you so much. So, Ankur, my friend, are you there? Can you hear me? Hey, Francisco. Hey, everyone. Yeah. Yeah, in, in my head, you, I, I still see your old picture. I still need to get used to this, picture, to this profile picture. But, uh, yeah, but yeah. welcome. It's always a pleasure. How are you? And would you like to, uh, yeah, to close this Twitter space, uh, maybe? So you are the last guest for today. Sorry to everyone else. Hey. Yeah, I think I, I missed uh, this uh, from the start. Uh, I just joined us. And I was listening to other people. Uh, looks like a fantastic discussion you guys had today. So I just like, uh, you know, I just listened to a couple of folks. So I would like to add one thing uh, regarding impostor syndrome is something like, I remember uh, one of the athletes, uh, Darren, once mentioned, like, uh, he's, he mentioned, uh, like, every time he goes to a game, uh, he always have that fear of losing or sense of failure. Um, but he mentioned like you always have that fear of losing, but you always have that confidence of winning. So you never want to come off the field thinking you could have done more or given more. So it's always a mixed feeling. Whenever you start, uh, you always feel uh, kind of a failure in your own mind. So it's all about a mindset game, uh, which I also personally feel. So whatever you do in life, just give uh, the best shot. You never know uh, which will take you to the moon. So that's all I would like to say <laughs> at this moment. And thank you for hosting this. I'll try to join a little early next time. Of course. Thank you so much, Ankur. So, yeah, if you want to stay another five minutes. Okay, so we're almost done for today. Maybe I should have started this Twitter space half an hour earlier. So my bad. Sorry for that. Now, uh, all the speakers, if you would like to add something before we close this, if you want to leave uh, a final message, this is, the, this is the right opportunity. Maybe let's keep Samantha for, for the end, if, you, if we can. But if, if she wants to talk, it's uh, good anyway. So all the speakers, if you want to uh, make, maybe just give a final message, maybe for someone who maybe is suffering about imposter syndrome now, and maybe they just joined this Twitter space just to have maybe a good word. So this is the place uh, to go to help them. And any of you who are jumping in on this, if you could kind of keep it to about a minute and a half-ish, um, that would be great so that multiple people have an opportunity. Yeah, Akshat. Thank you, Francesco. I love this picture. 
raise your hand. Finally, finally, they, they made it. <laughs> okay, or, or, or he made it, or she made it. Maybe just I think it's just one developer on the Twitter space. Yeah. <laughs> so, Akshat, uh, yeah, please. Yeah, I only have message to all the listeners here and other fellow speakers that uh, if Francesco does not come up with another space on impartial syndrome, you can bomb his uh, message section. And uh, I hope, Francesco, you wouldn't mind it. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah. Yeah, what I can say, maybe, of course, I'm not an expert, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a medic, but maybe the first step is to talk about this with someone else. So don't stay alone with all your doubts. Uh, it's totally normal, If you, especially if you start a new job, especially in a world as huge as developers, as Chris has said before, you can be a super expert in a field, but maybe maybe don't know what, I don't know, uh, maybe a bash script is, uh, or maybe you don't know some Linux commands. That's totally fine because uh, when uh, you are in, in, uh, in, when you get into a team, which is already work, working, have been already worked for years on a project, for example, there are many things that you get used before you start. So I think this is, uh, is normal, especially at the beginning. So the only tip that I can give is to talk with someone else. Yeah, that's it. I'll, I'll keep it simple. Would you like someone to add something? Uh, Francesco, I'd like to like give my concluding thoughts over it, saying sure. that uh, no one, you guys, like no one is alone here. Just remember that you're not alone in this. Uh, we are lucky to have a good community here. Uh, all of, I'm pretty sure everyone is out there to help. Uh, so if you ever feel like that, uh, my DMs are open, and I'm pretty sure everyone out here is open to help each other. Just know that that there is always going to be there someone who will help you out, and trust in yourself and keep keep working, keep working hard. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, and maybe what I can add, for example, if there is someone, maybe they are not uh, like social media people, like, for example, I I was not, you can also help them. So, for example, if you notice that someone could have been, has been suffering about this imposter syndrome, you can help them now that you have listened to all what we have said in this Twitter space. So, be also the one who can really help someone else out of Twitter. Of course, there is a life out of, out of Twitter. <laughs> Agreed, yeah, completely. Okay. Yeah. okay. Uh, hi, I would like to add one more thing. Uh, see, I have joined... Uh, hello? No, no, I mean, just a couple of minutes yeah. because then I have to... Yeah, yeah sorry, first of all, uh, my mic wasn't connected earlier. <laughs> after... after Putting off, I realized that. You were so, you were one thing, what I wanted to uh, say is uh, that I have never been, I'm an introvert by nature and I have never been on social media earlier. And in 2021, I joined. And recently what I have observed here is that a lot of people uh, are being told that if you aren't content creator, if you are not creating something, if you're not, if you don't have social presence or something like that, if you're not very, very much connected you might face issues or something like that. See, the thing is that uh, it is not a much thing. If you have it, it is a good, uh, it, it will help you, it might help you. But the thing is, if you don't have that kind of connections, if you don't, don't have multiple connections or too many connections, if you aren't present on social media or uh, if, you, if you aren't creating content, it doesn't matter because see, I'm telling you, the thing is that sampling bias 
happens here why because people like me who are introvert or who are not uh, speaking very uh, 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 who aren't uh, speaking a lot of times who are uh, who would prefer no not saying anything who would just like to listen those are those people aren't saying things here you are not listening to them and there is huge population there who who is like this the problem is that you are only listening to people who would like to say things who would like to create content who would like who already have lot a big network but the thing is not there that if you don't have this kind of network if you don't have those kind of connections if you aren't very extrovert it is not that you would fail in life i and not only me lot of my friends i would say around 80% of my friends are like me they don't have any social media presence and uh, some of them are working at google us and uh, they don't have any social media presence at all so i just wanted to add this because no one would say this because people like me probably won't be joining such spaces and this is actually my also first space <laughs> so i just wanted to let all the introverts out there and anyone who doesn't have that kind of uh, uh, presence already that it isn't that if you don't have you won't be able to do good in life it is pretty easy to do well in life if, if you have skills you don't even need connections i'm telling this very frankly i never required any connection at all and uh, the thing is that uh... okay let me shake okay so i think that we are, we are done for today uh, thank you so much for joining this twitter space i it's very strange that uh, every time that i i organize a twitter space just at the last moment <laughs> Uh, it, usually it goes pretty well and every time Samantha is here so I think that these two things uh, they work really really well together so I'd like to thank uh, all the speakers Akshat, Raza, Shiva, Abhishek Abhishek 2, the yellow one, Pratim Ankur of course and all the people who have left of course I, I should have, should have a, a feature to remember all the speakers because every time I try to remember this watching the, some screenshots that I make this data space will be available as soon as possible. I don't know if I can make this today. And the last one, I'd like to thank Samantha. Please check her, follow her. She is really one of the best connections that I've ever had uh, on Twitter. Uh, so yeah, do that, Samantha. Let's, cl let's close it. Come on. I, I love this co-host uh, feature. This is great. <laughs> Oh, Francesco, you know, I have the imposter syndrome when I work with you because, well, look at your following account compared to mine. And then you just always say these wonderful things about me. And that's just who Francesco is. You know, he doesn't look at follower account. He looks at people. And that's what I love about him. And sometimes I'm like, what can I offer his space? I don't know much about Docker. I understand it's sort of like running a virtual machine. Um, I do understand a VM and running parallels on Mac, but that's kind of as far as my coding goes. But I do under, you know, I am somebody who sought out for like wellness and life and all of those go together. So that's what I want to close out with. Um, imposter syndrome isn't just about your job or coding or skill. It's also everything. Like when you first start dating somebody, you first married, um, even sometimes you first hit a particular age in your life. So all of a sudden you hit 21 and you're like, am I really an adult now or am I ready for this? So imposter syndrome will kind of come up in all these ways that we just don't expect it. So there are going to be insecurities and times that we need to work it out. But honestly, if you're not having these insecurities, you definitely need to see a doctor because you probably have a narcissistic issue. And so it is normal and you should applaud yourself if you have a little anxiety or a little stress. That's absolutely normal and says that you and if you are 
are confident in certain areas, you can be confident that that doesn't mean you're a narcissist. It just means that you're a really well-balanced person. So things that I do that we kind of covered in the space a little bit earlier, if any of you missed it, is whenever I'm encountering a place where I don't feel confident yet, and I use the word yet, that I don't feel the confident yet, what I do is I will balance that out with other parts in my life. So I'll hang out with people that just really make me feel fun, like I feel fun um, and loved, and I just really like who I am. And I'll make sure that I spend more time with that group when I really need it. Um, the other thing that someone else mentioned in here, which is I thought was pretty good, is just kind of taking on and learning something new. Because when you realize what it takes to learn something, you, the, the gap will be really obvious to you and you won't feel so much imposter syndrome because you're like, wait a minute, I took a lot to get where I am. The last thing I want to jump uh, say before we close the space is create, especially if you're having any anxiety at all, um, or you want to improve your improve your confidence, write down what you're excited about. It's actually a trick that speakers use. So when they're going on the stage to, you know, they get the butterflies and they, you know, maybe even want to throw up and right before they go on, this is what coaches teach them. And it works for everything. You literally don't, you don't name, you don't name the demons, you name what you're excited about. So you're just like, I am so excited to speak about this. I'm so excited to teach this. I'm so excited to learn this. I'm so excited for this new job. I'm so excited to meet new people who can teach me things. And and even if you write them or journal them or even just speak them into your phone and, and put it into Neverland, you could even just send it to one of your friends. I'm so excited about this. What they don't need to know is that you're actually doing that as a coping mechanism. And it's a way that you'll be excited. I promise you try it. Like if this works for you, DM me or DM Francisco. Just like be like, I'm so excited about this. Say it in an excited voice. Stand super tall. Say all the things you're really excited about. And I promise you that you will just feel like a lot better and you'll just do better because you're going to feel more confident. So that's how I want to end the space thank you again francesco for um, inviting me and i love that you that you always tell people perfect. to follow me so thank you perfect. very much perfect. we have just uh, one minute left i just want to make a super fast poll would you like to see a uh, youtube uh, podcast uh, with me and samantha please uh, react with an emoji if, if you want to say yes let's see hmm. someone is uh, oh, wow <laughs> this is great Samantha, I think that we need to schedule something. <laughs> okay, perfect. I think this this would be a great uh, okay. collaboration. Yeah. Both of you. Perfect, perfect. So, le okay, so now let, I need to close this. Uh, so we will work on this. Uh, Samantha, be prepared. Okay. All right.